Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Talking Pro Football. My name is Michael Carlisle. We will get you ready for week number eight in the National Football League, plus the latest news, notes, injury news, and all that good stuff. Real quick, though, let's look back at the Monday night game this past week. Wrapping up week seven in the NFL, the Saints beat the Seahawks 13-10. to Jameis Winston threw for 222 yards and a score. Alvin Kamara had 128 yards receiving. He added 51 more on the ground. The Saints improved to 4-2. and Seattle, meanwhile, is learning that life without Russell Wilson, well, it's tough. Three straight losses overall for the first time in a decade. An 0-3 start at home for the first time in nearly 30 years. They are now 2-5. and Let's take a look at the standings. We'll start in the AFC. In the East, the Buffalo Bills at 4-2 sit atop the division. The Patriots are 3-4. Jets 1-5. The Dolphins are 1-6. In the AFC North, the Bengals are 5-2. They're tied with the Ravens, who are also 5-2. Cleveland hanging around at 4-3. The Steelers are 3-3. In the AFC South, Tennessee at 5-2 is your leader. The Colts are 3-4. Jacksonville 1-5. The Texans are 1-6. And And in the AFC West, the Raiders at 5-2 sit atop the division. The Chargers right behind them at 4-2. The Chiefs and the Broncos are both 3-4. In the NFC, we'll start in the East. The Cowboys at 5-1 sit atop the division. The Washington football team, the Eagles, the Giants, they're all 2-5. In the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers are 6-1. Minnesota 3-3, the Bears are 3-4, the Detroit Lions still winless at 0-7. Over in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, your leaders, they are 6-1, the Saints are 4-2, Falcons 3-3, Panthers 3-4. And And in the NFC West, the undefeated Arizona Cardinals are perfect, 7-0 sit atop the division, Rams at 6-1, hot on their tails, San Francisco 2-4, and and Seattle is 2-5. Some news and notes, your players of the week in the NFC, the Offensive Player of the Week, Saints running back Alvin Kamara, 51 yards rushing, 128 yards receiving. He also caught a touchdown in the Saints win over the Seahawks. Your Defensive Player of the Week, it's Falcons linebacker Deion Jones, 15 tackles on Sunday, three for a loss and a sack as well. And your Special Teams Player of the Week in the NFC, Giants kicker Graham Gano, 11 points, three for three on field goals. 
Over in the AFC, your Offensive Player of the Week, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase. Eight catches, 201 yards, and a touchdown for the Bengals. Raiders defensive end Yannick Ngonkwe is your Defensive Player of the Week. Four tackles, two sacks, and two pass deflections. And your Special Teams Player of the Week in the AFC, Colts punter Rigoberto Sanchez. Six punts with a long of 79 yards on Sunday. Your league leaders, your rushing leaders, we'll start there. Derrick Henry, 869 yards rushing through Week 7 in the National Football League. That's better than Jonathan Taylor by quite a bit. Taylor at 579 yards. Joe Mixon, 539. Nick Chubb at 523. And Zeke Elliott, 521 yards rushing. Your receiving leaders, Cooper Cup. Cup has been on fire, 809 yards receiving so far this season. Jamar Chase catching up, though, 754 yards receiving. Devontae Adams, 744. 648 yards for Debo Samuel. Tyreek Hill has 641. And your passing leaders, your top five, the ageless wonder, Tom Brady, 44 years old, 2,275 yards passing so far this season. That's better than Derek Carr, who's second at 2,269. Matt Stafford, 2,172. Patrick Mahomes, 2,093. Kyler Murray, 2,002 yards passing. Several teams are struggling this season. The longest active streak scoring fewer than 20 points in a game, the Lions. Shouldn't be that much of a surprise. They're still winless. But six straight games, they have failed to hit the 20-point mark. The Bears, the Browns, the Texans, and the 49ers are all riding two-game streaks. The New England Patriots, since week 14 of last season, they're 4-0 versus the Jets and the Texans. They're 0-7 against everybody else. Need more Jets, need more Texans on that schedule in New England. Some other news from around the league. The Panthers not expected to pursue Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson right now. The quarterback has waived his no-trade clause for the Dolphins, and the Dolphins only as of right now. And it does seem like, according to reports, the Dolphins are closing in. Chicago Bears Pro Bowl pass rusher Khalil Mack not expected to play this week. The team's going to give him time to heal up his ailing foot. There's even talk of putting him on IR, which would ensure he would get at least three weeks to rehab and heal up. That's a significant blow to a Chicago Bears defense. Speaking of significant blows, the Jets announced that quarterback Mike White will start on Sunday against the Bengals. Zach Wilson suffered a PCL injury on Sunday. He's expected to miss two to four weeks. Houston Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor has been on IR since he injured his left hamstring in week two against the Browns. He returned to practice this week. Texans head coach David Culley said, quote, he was our starting quarterback, and when he's healthy, he'll be our starting quarterback again. Don't expect Taylor to play this week, but sometime in the next couple of weeks, he should be back on the field for Houston. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield returned to practice on Wednesday, and there is a chance that he could start on Sunday. The Bucks are getting healthier. Tight end Rob Gronkowski, linebacker Levante David, and corner Richard Sherman were all spotted in pads this week during practice, and that's a good sign for the Bucks. Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer has announced that wide receiver DJ Chark will miss the rest of the season with an ankle injury that he suffered a couple of weeks ago. He will not make a late season return. He is expected to become a free agent at the end of the year. Not that it's hard to believe, but the Raiders and the Cowboys are among the most penalized teams in the NFL despite their early season success. Why is this not a surprise? Well, it's a trend that's repeated itself over and over and over, kind of like the movie Groundhog Day. This has been happening since both teams entered the league. It's just what they do. 
The sixth rounder going to the Eagles in that Joe Flacco trade. Flacco goes back to the uh, Jets this week, but that sixth rounder that the Eagles get becomes a fifth rounder. Flacco plays more than 50% of his snaps in four games, so that'll likely come down to Zach Wilson's recovery timetable, whether Flacco hits that mark or not. The Arizona Cardinals say J.J. Watt is out against the Packers on Thursday night with a shoulder injury. DeAndre Hopkins officially listed as questionable. Watts needs surgery. The recovery time is at least three months. Assuming he has the surgery, that will most likely end his season. A tough situation for Watt and the Cardinals. Meanwhile, the Packers on Thursday night expected to be without both Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard due to COVID issues. And who to thunk it? Patrick Mahomes leads the league in picks. Mahomes has thrown nine interceptions already this season, and Kansas City is a sub-500 team headed into week eight. The good news, they get the Giants this week, and that should help. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus All right, let's get to it. Week number eight in the National Football League kicks off on Thursday night, and it is a good one. The Arizona Cardinals, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Packers, the two longest current win streaks in the NFL, and something's got to give. It's fun to dream about a shootout between Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers, but injuries, COVID effects, they take some of the shine off this matchup. Still, it should be a really good one. Aaron Rodgers has lost two memorable playoff games in Arizona. I think he delivers this time in the clutch with or without Devontae Adams. I think the Packers knock off the Cardinals from the ranks of the unbeatens. I will take Green Bay on Thursday night. On Sunday, we'll start with the early games, and we'll start in Atlanta, where the Falcons are three-point favorites at home against the Carolina Panthers. And after a 3-0 start, Carolina's season is headed in the wrong direction. Panthers need Christian McCaffrey back in the worst way. Might not matter, though. Matt Ryan has 10 touchdowns and just one interception in the Falcons' last four games. I like Atlanta at home in this one. The Buffalo Bills are at home. They're big favorites, 13.5-point favorites against the Miami Dolphins. Buffalo coming off a bye week. And remember, they crushed the Dolphins earlier this season, 35-0 back in Week 2. Tua Tungavailoa left that game with an injury. Now, he's completed right at 75% of his passes in the last two games since coming back. Both those games, heartbreaking losses. None of that's going to matter this week. The bottom line here, the Dolphins are bad, and despite coming off a loss before the bye, the Bills are really good. I'll take Buffalo. Chicago Bears are at home. They are three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the visiting San Francisco 49ers. Niners are the road favorite against the Bears. Bears continue to struggle offensively. Keep in mind, though, the Niners are minus seven in turnover ratio. I expect Justin Fields to play a little bit better, a little bit smarter at home in this one. 
maybe make a few big plays in open spaces. If that happens, I like the Bears to pull off the upset at home. Huge games for a couple of teams trying to keep pace with the Ravens and Bengals in the AFC North. The Cleveland Browns are at home. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Steelers. Browns have injuries everywhere, but they still have a defense that ranks third in the NFL in rush defense. And if they can keep Najee Harris contained, the turnovers will come against Ben Roethlisberger. I think this one's going to be close, but I'm going to take the Browns at home in this one. The Philadelphia Eagles hit the road. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites at Detroit. Eagles are a hot mess right now, and that's being kind. They've allowed an average of 310 yards passing over the last two weeks. Detroit coming off of two one-score losses at home despite being winless. The Lions' problem, they can't score. Maybe, just maybe, that changes at home against Philadelphia this week. Eagles are going to need to find a way to get the run game going to help support Jalen Hurts. I say the Lions get their first win of the season on Sunday. The Tennessee Titans, a slim one-point favorite at the Indianapolis Colts. This will be another early game on Sunday, and it is a big AFC matchup. Tennessee has revived their season with big-time wins against Kansas City and Buffalo. Colts remain in the AFC South hunt. Titans have won three of the last four matchups, including the last two at Lucas Oil Stadium. This will be close, but I expect Tennessee to pull it out in the end. I'll take the Titans. The New York Jets at home, they're big-time underdogs against the surging Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals come in 9.5-point favorites. Jets, remember, they're turning to backup quarterback Mike White. The Joe Burrow-Jamar Chase combination continues to flow, and I think it will here in this one. The Bengals are one of the league's most surprising teams so far this season. Jets 1-5 against the spread this season, so that line could be pushed into double digits. As a matter of fact, I think it will. Just take the Bengals now. That's all that matters. Cincinnati's going to win this game, and they're going to win it pretty easy. The final of the early games on Sunday, the LA Rams talk about big-time favorites. They go into Houston 14.5-point favorites against the Texans. Rams double-digit favorites for the second straight week. Texans may well be the worst team in the league. I know the Lions are still winless. Texans are truly dreadful. Expect Matthew Stafford and the Rams to have a big day offensively, and the Texans' struggles will continue. Not much else to say here. Just take the Rams. On to the late games. We'll start in Los Angeles. The Chargers, five-and-a-half-point favorites as they host the New England Patriots. Can New England make this one interesting? They've got one-score losses against Tampa Bay and Dallas this season, teams that have elite quarterback play. Justin Herbert brings that for the Chargers, too, but New England's going to need to force him to commit at least a couple of turnovers to have a shot here. I like the Chargers at home. The Seattle Seahawks are at home. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars coming off a win and a bye. Now they head to Seattle. They take on the Russell Wilson-less Seahawks. Seahawks coming off a short week, and they're relying on Geno Smith to keep that offense afloat. This is a prime opportunity for the Jags to pick up win number two. Seattle hasn't been good at home this season. As a matter of fact, they're 0-3. Having said that, I think they find a way to win ugly. I'll take the Seahawks. The Washington football team is on the road. They're at the Denver Broncos. Broncos, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They've got the third-best scoring defense in the NFL, the Broncos do. Washington, meanwhile, they've allowed 30 points per game this season. Teddy Bridgewater has taken nine sacks in the last three weeks. Washington will certainly try to apply the pressure. It's tempting to pick the upset here. Remember, Denver started out 3-0. and Things haven't been good since. I don't have the guts to call the upset. I'll take the Broncos at home. 
Saints are at home. They play host to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks a four and a half point favorite. I'm actually surprised that line's not a little bit more. That's kind of a conservative spread for the Buccaneers when you consider the tear they've been on lately and how well Tom Brady and company have been playing. Bucks, as we mentioned earlier, could get several players back from injury in this one, but even if they don't, it's not going to matter. Tampa Bay is going to cruise in this one. Take the Buccaneers. Sunday night in Minnesota. This one's going to be very interesting. The Dallas Cowboys come to town as two and a half point favorites against the Vikings. Cowboys are 6-0 against the spread coming off a of bye week, but Minnesota had a bye week too and they're at home. Mike McCarthy knows all about road trap games well in Minnesota from his days in Green Bay. Minnesota's going to have to rely on Dalvin Cook in a strong defensive effort to keep the Cowboys offense off the field. Like I said, this one's going to be really close. I do have the guts to take the upset in this one. I'm going to pick the Vikings at home. We'll wrap up week number eight in the National Football League on Monday night as the Kansas City Chiefs, the struggling Chiefs, they're 10-point favorites at home against the Giants. What in the world is going on with the AFC champion Chiefs? That's going to continue to bubble up. They've got struggles, they've got injuries, but Patrick Mahomes should return to form against the Giants team dealing with his own issues. This game is just what Kansas City needs. They'll take care of business on Monday night, take the Chiefs, and it's not even going to be close. That's going to do it for us. Enjoy week eight in the National Football League. Our next episode will drop on Monday. We'll look back at all the week eight action, the latest news, notes, and we'll get you ready for that Monday night game between the Chiefs and the Giants. Don't forget, you can hit up the show at TalkingProFB on Twitter. You can get me at RealMikeCarlisle. The email, TalkingProFootball at gmail.com. We're out of time. We'll be back again on Monday for another edition of Talking Pro Football on the After Hours Podcast Network. Love combat sports? I have a website for you, cageminds.com. That's C-A-G-E-D-M-I-N-D-S.com. Fight news from around the world, in-depth interviews, live event coverage. Covering combat sports for over a decade. Established in April 2011. That's cageminds.com.